Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Thanks to Rodney, our listener. He's sending us stuff all the time on Twitter. He sent us a, a news story from West Virginia. Okay. Thank you, John Denver. Uh, a man in West Virginia was sitting on his front porch, saw a tree land on a car. Now, city crews were cutting trees down, so somebody was cutting this tree down, and it fell on this poor woman's brand-new car that was parked on the road and crushed it. Not not a fun story. Not funny. <laughs> However, this guy's first-hand account that he gave to the local TV station is classic. Sounded like a beer can getting flattened. It just was crunch. It was, I hate to say it, it was kind of cool, <laughs> you know? I mean, what guy, what, you know, doesn't like, you know, destruction? Yeah, you know, that's why we go to demolition derbies. But, hey, you know, bottom line, that's that poor girl's new car, and she can't get to school now. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that guy is so... West Virginia. <laughs> it was like a Truckosaurus Rex crushing that car. <laughs> hey, he should be the governor of West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like a beer can getting flattened. It just was crunch. It was, I hate to say it, it was kind of cool. You know, I mean, what guy, what, you know, doesn't like, you know, destruction? Yeah, you know, that's why we go to demolition derbies. But, hey, you know, bottom line, that's that poor girl's new car, and she can't get to school now. <laughs> she can't get to school now. Sounds so sympathetic at the end. I hate to say it, it was kind of cool. You got to get that on one of the hotkeys over here, Jim. We get, this has got to be a new drop on the show. I hate show. to say it, it was kind of cool. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. Thank you, man from West Virginia. Oh, we know his name. Billy Tatum. Billy Tatum. Internet star. Isn't it funny? Like, I don't mean to sound rude to any West Virginia people out there, but you could have a degree in physics, and with that accent, you would still sound silly. I hate to say it, it was kind of cool. <laughs> I love it, though. It's great. I, I'd love it's to crush a couple beer cans <laughs> with Billy. Sounds like a great guy, and he's got a heart. You know, bottom line, that's that poor girl's new car, and she can't get to school now. <laughs> oh, poor girl. She can't get to school now. <laughs> Who is he? It sounds like the Simpsons guy. Yeah, Cletus the Slapjaw Yokel. Cletus the Slapjaw Yokel. Kind of looks like him. Hey, too. Brian Dean, a drink came across his car. She can't get to school now. <laughs> This story is pretty gross, but the headline is too funny. We got to talk about it. Okay, the headline reads, A bride ruined her $15,000 wedding dress when she gambled on a fart and lost. Oh, that is high stakes. <laughs> gambled on a fart and lost. Oh, no. So this is from Reddit. There was a thread going about uh, disasters at weddings, and one wedding planner shared this story. He said that there was a, a bride. She was difficult. Uh, she disappeared at some point during during the wedding reception. When the wedding planner found her, there was a big issue. Uh, 
Quote, she had gambled on a fart and lost in a big way. (laughs) Apparently, the bride had been drinking health shakes to slim down for the wedding. Oh, some of those some of those shakes are literally designed to To help you evacuate everything out of your body so you can lose like eight pounds. It goes right through you. And uh, and then once you started drinking alcohol after eating a big breakfast the day of the wedding, it was the perfect storm. The wedding planner says, quote, the smell was unrivaled and the bride was wearing a latex shaper that came down over her thighs and up to her bra. It was a waterproof latex shaper and she just sort of filled it up. (laughs) Oh, she filled up her Spanx? So she pooped up? (laughs) It came up. Uh, Did you poop your bra? It came up out and down the back of her dress. Uh, The planner said the the staff tried to help clean the bride up, but she had a brown streak down the back of her $15,000 white dress, which the groom touched during the first dance, and then he realized something was going on. I would just say... I, I, w- I would just say to that groom, he's lucky he found it during the first dance and not during the removal of the garter belt. <laughs> Can you imagine being up under there? What the? <laughs> At least in that situation, to have closer access to a shower. I mean, I assume... What? It's at a hotel or oh, something? Yeah. Or? Yeah. 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 A lot of brides will... Because you said it happened during the reception, but you, you could change into yeah, some, something a little more comfortable. Yeah, they'll have like a spare and like another white dress that's like smaller and not so cumbersome. I'm hoping she threw out her spanks <laughs> or her stanks. <laughs> if that's what you want to call them. Uh, it does say the garter toss was canceled <laughs> as a result of the incident. Did she still throw the pouquet? <laughs> Bride ruined her wedding dress when she gambled on a fart and <laughs> lost. We actually have some audio here of, of the uh, the woman walking down the aisle. and Jim, and we got on the the topic of the movie Gremlins. Uh, I remember I was seven years old, saw it over the Capitol Theater. It used to be downtown on Dundas Street, and I was so scared. I was with my older sister, Jen. I pretended to go to the bathroom, and then I kind of hid out in the hallway of the theater and didn't want to go back in to watch the end of the movie. But an usher made me, forced me to go back in. (laughs) and watch the end of Gremlins. It it terrified me as a kid, but if you watch that movie now as an adult, it's ridiculous. It's actually quite funny. Uh, So we're asking you guys, what uh, scared you as a kid? What movie scared you as a kid? As an adult, it makes you laugh. Hi, who's this? Oh, yeah, my name's Jason. I gotta tell you, I love your show. Thanks, Jason. Uh, and my and I I was listening on both scary movies. It was The Exorcist for me. But that one's still scary. Yeah, I, I I saw The Exorcist on city TV when I was probably ten years old, and it terrifies me still. 
Yeah, it doesn't terrify me anymore. I love the makeup they do on her now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, real, and the real. pea soup. It is kind of funny when her head spins around. She spits all that pea soup. Yeah. There <laughs> is. Uh, no, no. To, now, now I just get a laugh out of that movie every time I watch it. <laughs> hey, what's your name? Hi, my name's Merritt. What movie terrified you as a kid, but now you think it's pretty funny? E.T. E.T., man, that thing gave me such nightmares. That scene when he's in the riverbed, all white. That ruined me for years, and I rewatched it as an adult and realized, well, that's kind of an endearing, heartwarming story, and it's less terrifying now. I saw it with my parents at the Mustang Drive-In, and I was in the back seat. Oh, my gosh. And the the scene where the flashlight first shines on E.T. and his neck goes up in the cornfield, no. he's like, hey! <laughs> yeah, and then you can just see the leaves rustle. After that, I ducked down and I hit on the floor mat of the car, and I was terrified to look at the movie again. And right when I, like, worked up the courage to start watching again, uh, it was the scene where he's all white in the bathtub. Oh. And I was like, no, nope, sorry, I'm out. But you're right. It is a pretty sweet movie if you watch it when you're a little bit older. It is. But yeah, that was that was a rough one for many years. Hey, I'm calling about the uh, the movies when you were a kid, the scary ones. Yeah. Hey, so when my uh, when I was younger, I used to love scary movies, and uh, my older brother Mike, he did not. And speaking of Howie Howie Mandel, this morning, um, Little Monsters was a movie that he did growing up. Yes, Fred Savage. That? Where the monsters were under the bed. Yeah, it was basically like Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc., the the animated Pixar movie, kind of ripped off Little Monsters. Exactly. My brother was terrified of that movie growing up. I mean, I thought it was hilarious. That one is scary, though, because all the monsters live under your bed in some crazy realm. And I remember at one point there was like a flamethrower and it melts a monster. That was an intense movie for kids. That's right. Yes, that's right, too. (laughs) Nathan, what movie terrified you as a kid, but now you find it kind of funny? Uh, to be honest, I still hate that movie. It still scares the crap out of me. It's a never-ending story. Oh, yeah. Yep. That giant dog, that white dog, just eat me in one... I used to have nightmares about that dog. <laughs> and whenever we were kids, my dad, we have... Um, I had two siblings, so we had to do a vote. My brother and sister would always pick the never-ending story, and I would always pick Top Gun. And whenever my dad wouldn't vote, I lost. So I was stuck watching that movie. And so I'm 35 years old, and that movie still scares the crap out of me. The nothing was the worst. All it was oh. was a dark sky coming for you, but just the sense. And what about when he, when he has to run through those statues with the laser beams and there's all the skeletons there? Oh, my God, yeah. And uh, the horse that died in the that horse died. Storm. That was the worst thing ever. <laughs> I hate that movie. You're traumatized, <laughs> man. <laughs> and I, the worst I, part I, is you, you're watching it for the first time in the theater, and it's such a traumatic experience, and you don't think it's ever going to end. No, I know. The only worst about this is it's never ending. <laughs> <laughs> Greta Van Fleet. A little bit of controversy going on right now. The the boys in Greta Van Fleet are accused of ripping off another band. And it's not the band you're probably thinking of, Jim. Mm-mm, no, it's Hamilton's own Monster Truck. A lot of people are noticing some similarities between a Monster Truck song and a Greta Van Fleet song. What Monster Truck song is it? Uh, it's from 2016 off their Sit and Heavy album, She's a Witch. Here it is. 
It's a great riff. Love it, love it. Now here's uh, Greta Van Fleet's uh, a new single we, we play. It's called Lover Lever. Let's see if you can see the similarities. <laughs> It's like a sped up version. Yeah. Monster truck? Sounds like a little lower. A little organ. It's very close. I don't think Monster Truck is too upset, even though they have acknowledged it on Twitter. Uh, Monster Truck says, The new single from at Greta Van Fleet makes me feel like I'm in Led Zeppelin, and that's amazing. Oh, that's Thanks a for dig. the homage, boys. That's a total dig. So, it's it's like a kill them with kindness <laughs> dig, right? So saying basically they rip off Led Zeppelin, and yeah. if they're getting ripped off, then ve- therefore they must be in Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah, some of these I'm like, I don't see the, the similarities, but this one's hard to deny here, Jim. Yeah. Let's hear it one more time. Like they totally, this is, whether they did it consciously or subconsciously, I feel like they heard the Monster Truck song at some point in their lives. Yeah. You never know, but like, who knows how many other songs like before Monster Truck, it's not that elaborate of a riff right. necessarily. And it's not like the, the Monster Truck guys are, are launching a lawsuit or something like that. That's a slippery slope because then if someone accuses you of ripping off their song, right? And he's like, hold on, but that Monster Truck song sounds like this song by Deep Purple from yeah. 1975. Then you go under the microscope. Right. I think they handled it well. Yeah, get it out there. Let the media take control of it. You know, put it out. The, get some free advertising out uh-huh. of it and move on with your life. Yeah. Have a smile on your face when you, when you dig into them. I guess Greta Van Fleet didn't get the memo. Don't <laughs> with the truck. <laughs> Getting some text messages about this. One FM 96 listener says, hey, guys, relax. Both of those uh, songs sound like Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin. A little bit, yeah. In a way, in a way. You need cool like we said, it's not that elaborate of a riff. It's not yeah. anything we've never heard before. And Monster Truck isn't suing Greta Van Fleet. They just recognize that they, the song sounds similar. And another listener says, hey, Taz and Jim, it's a good thing Monster Truck aren't suing because uh, who knows, maybe Joey from Blossom might sue them for stealing. Whoa. Your high beams. Whoa. 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 <laughs> whoa. 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 Time for a sports. Well, kind of. There's a sports tie-in to this story, Dev. Yeah, this is uh, this is a bit of a weird one. So, uh, Brooklyn Beckham is the oldest son of David and Victoria Beckham. And he is uh, dating a, a new uh, lady. Her name is uh, Phoebe Torrance. Uh, the reason this has caught some people um, uh, by surprise a little bit is because Phoebe Torrance looks almost exactly like his mother... 
and previously worked as a Victoria Beckham lookalike. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Let me see these. I saw you sent me the pictures. Well, here's a like here's a picture of uh, okay. Phoebe. Well, is that, is that her? That's that's the girl. She's a very attractive young lady. She well, she I mean, she's Does she look just like Victoria Beckham? I guess she has similar like the eyes definitely, definitely. The cheekbones. cheekbones, the nose, the mouth, the head. Okay, the head looks exactly <laughs> like Victoria Beckham. Let me see. Yeah, the body looks a lot Victoria. Yeah, she looks like Victoria Beckham. <laughs> So he's dating a girl that used to work as a lookalike for his mother. For his mother. Oh boy. Try and unpack that one in an hour session, <laughs> Freud. <laughs> so apparently uh, there's one story. I mean, you know, these these are like it's all the gossip stories. They say his friends are teasing about him. I don't know how you know that sort of stuff. But I don't think it's a stretch to say his, friend, if his friends might be teasing about it because she looks exactly like his mother. Yeah. Like, I would not want to date a woman who had the same name as my mother. <laughs> I know. I've, let alone, I've thought of that like too. Her. It'd be tough if you met the your, the perfect woman for you, but she had the same name as your mom. It would be tough to move forward initially. I, you may be able to get over it with time. Yeah, I mean, I I know people who have dated and married people who had, whose spouse was the same name as a parent. Uh huh. So it does happen. It's a little weird. <laughs> Do you, happen? do you think possibly that David and Victoria Beckham's son started dating this Victoria Beckham lookalike so none of his buddies could date her because that might be worse? Because then it's your buddies are like, hey, I just uh, just spent the night with uh, your mom kind of. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, so it's like a preemptive strike on mom jokes. If he did that, it would be... I'd be pretty smart, actually, because, you know, you do have the, you know, generally you don't date your your buddy's ex-girlfriend. Uh-huh. Does happen, but... Uh, Man, it's one thing that she looks like her. It's another that she used to work as yeah. a Victoria Beckham I mean, impersonator. Say, listen, I didn't, I didn't see it at first. Yeah, She's just yeah, a nice person. We click. We got along great. But when she <laughs> physically... It's, it's on her resume. <laughs> Victoria Beckham lookalike. Hey, what do you do for a living? Ah, I pretend to be your mom. Want to go out sometime? <laughs> We had an exciting weekend in the NFL, but this has got to be my favorite football story of the week, Jim. Yeah, this is from a high school in Missouri. It's called Cardinal Ritter High or Cardinal Ritter College Prep. They've got a great football program. The coach there is like a decorated coach in the states. Has been in like inducted into the local sports hall of fames. Basically, uh, they had a player who got suspended last week. This week, they tried to uh, put the player back in the game with just a different jersey. So they put him back in the game, put a different number oh, on his no. back. Nobody noticed for a while throughout the game until a local sports reporter was like, hey, isn't that the guy who got suspended? Talked to the refs. Sure enough, he was the suspended player. Now, they had to forfeit that game. Not only that, the entire coaching staff has been suspended and fired, and their whole season has to be suspended forfeited. Suspended or fired? No, sorry, their, their program was suspended. The coaching the staff... The coaches were fired. fired. Yeah. And their whole season is done. So but, like that screws over all these kids trying to get drafted into college leagues. Yeah, it's stupid, <sighs> but pretty funny. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? 
<laughs> trying to get away with that. He's clearly the guy, if you're going to risk that, is like the best player on the team or one of them. Yeah. So they're who's probably the, looking out. Who's this new player that nobody's ever heard of who is uh, who scored seven touchdowns in this game? And plays the position of the guy who got suspended, huh? <laughs> Uh, hey, I'm sorry, Rudy. We're going to need your jersey. Aww. Come on, guys. Just put me a note, Rudy. Give your jersey to the star player. You're, you're, you're sitting on the bench. Man, Rudy's so good Whoa. now. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. God, he looks like a foot taller out there. He's <laughs> yeah. intimidating. Hey, wasn't Rudy white last week? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is, uh, that's... Not worth it, eh? It's like, it's something out of a comedy movie. How great would it be if instead of putting him in another jersey, they put him in the mascot costume? And somehow he makes a reception? I can't believe the mascot's got six touchdowns in this game. (laughs) This is incredible. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.